And the winner is... Arctic Monkeys! That subscriber content, eh? That subscriber content, it just won't go away. It might hibernate from time to time and sink back into the swamp. I think the cyclical nature of the universe in which it exists demands it adheres to some of its rules. But it's always waiting there, just around the corner, ready to make its way into your ears and smash through the gated payment system. Sounding better than ever. And there's nothing you can do about it. Benefits such as getting ad-free episodes a week early with pre- and post-show chat relating to the monkeys, last Shadow Puppets episodes, bonus podcasts, watch-alongs, plus helping us improve our sound with better equipment and services. Yeah, this podcast seems like it's fading away sometimes, but with subscribers, it will never die. Thank you very much for listening. We do truly appreciate it. Don't take that the wrong way. Uh, yeah, we'll invoice you for the subscription if we need to. We're Arctic Monkeys, this is Don't Believe the Art. That rock and roll, eh? Ladies! That sound means it's the end of the game. Time for the bonus question. Cheers, dude. That man just yawned. What do you call it, sir? Don't Believe the Art. Hello you and welcome to yet another episode of Don't Believe the Hype, the second, second, count them two, two of a double bill of episodes released tonight. Too many, too many. It's the second, thanks mate, thanks mate. You're getting delirious as we did last time we recorded two episodes last night. Two episodes where we didn't have much to say as well. Well yeah, but I didn't have the thrill of late night big shop at Tesco. Like, I feel like the the sort of um that the the album episodes are like kind of like the breaking bad of music just well i'm a little bit generous there but yeah um really good episodes solid episodes and then the deeper we get into the b-sides the more like sort of 90s late night tv we get where it's just like mental it's a lot of people tv designed for people that are on pills <laughs> that's what i feel happens because it, it just gets more weird um, although i don't foresee that happening in the rest of this discography, because I would say Humbug and Suck It and CB sides are as good as any of the album tracks. Mm. Yeah, not saying they're as good as the album tracks, but they're as good as a discussion as any of the album tracks. I would say that's, that's Dan Holt, by the way, haven't it? Like, just realize, well, we've already worked, it's, it's, double, it's part of a yeah, double bill, isn't it? It's double yeah. bill, isn't it? It's double bill, isn't it? Double bill. Double bill, double bill well, they, they would they would roll the opening credits on a film, I guess, in a double bill, but nah, well, it doesn't matter. Um, there you know we are. I don't care what they do. <laughs> um, but we are, yeah. But with the double bill is the death ramp, so it's an instrumental. So it's a bit strange because we, well, we did we done Chun Li, um, but with Chun Li there was like oh, a, there, there, was, there was a different vibe to Chun Li because it's kind of a fun and um, fun young person song instrumental. Chun-Li this one's a, a bit, yeah, it's a bit fun to it. This one's a bit of a different vibe, I'd say, but um. But still, still, I've still got a couple of things to, to say on the not so much on the song, but on the information and stuff like that. But I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. Let's have a, have a short listen first, then, shall we? Let's do.
Yeah, I always like listening to. I was, you picked. I was. I was hoping you. But it doesn't matter because we're playing the clips right anyway. But I like the. I like it when it kicks in. The, the hell just goes off and it's like. That would have been a fun vibe, but that bit's good as well. It's all good. Well done, lads. Yeah, I do. I do really like this. At the time, like when we didn't have you know all the songs that we have now by them, um, I definitely rinsed because I know you didn't really rinse. Uh, what did we do last week? You, you have a surprise, but I know Matador. Sorry, when we did Matador and that, you, you said you didn't, and I, but I rinsed that at the time because we didn't have as many songs to rinse. But yeah, these yes, kind of tunes have felt fell by the wayside in recent it's years. It's easier for them to fall through the cracks now, isn't it? Well, I probably haven't really listened to the death. Right? In fact, you know what? I will. The last time I would have was during the pandemic. There were so many nights where me and my girlfriend were drinking, and I was just like because we had nothing to do being like right i'm going to teach you the arty monkeys discography so i'm sure before i had this podcast the people's lives that i've <laughs> <laughs> me going right here's my um presentation about arty monkeys for this evening that's this evening entertainment um the death ramps for it like i find that showing other tracks you wouldn't know the obscure ones like this and that much to her just being on her phone and going yeah, yeah that's good that um, <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> It's a good job you're unbelievable in bed, Dan, or I'd be right, right out. Is <laughs> 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 what I said in my head. Um, but yeah, should we do some? Um, yeah, yeah, but good, good, good. I like it. It's fun. I like listen to it. And we'll, we'll discuss it more. But should we do some information on it? Let's do let's do some information, and let's all be glad that Dan goes at it like a dog eating hot chip. The information action ratio. Because it cut off when you clicked it, it sounded like you said Dog Eating Hot Chip, the uh, famous band from... Hot <laughs> <laughs> uh, Potatoes. Uh, okay, so The Death Ramps is three minutes and 21 seconds long, and it has just 2.5 million streams on Spotify, making it the least streamed track of this era. Uh, and... And you ready, Nick? You ready for a big announcement here? The least streamed Arctic Monkeys song ever. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. That was, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. going to be my next question. I had a feeling it might be. Um, yeah, it's it's um, the least streamed song by them ever. I thought I saw how low it was, and I thought, hmm. And yeah, very much so. Um, obviously, um, Bad Woman wasn't was only a million higher. Only a million. When we talk about Arctic Monkeys, we can say that. like with Arctic Monkeys figures, or like when a billionaire is like eh, just a million. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it. Yeah. Least stream track ever, and perhaps that makes sense really because the other instrumentals, um, so Chun Li has a has kind of a nostalgia aspect to it. And is there another? No, this is that's it, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, Matador, Matador, I guess, for classing it, has, yeah, technically, has a Matador has a kind of um, a different vibe, I guess, in this one, but yeah. Um, and it, this was also released on vinyl, by the way, alongside the Nettles. So they just released a seven inch of this and the Nettles on there. It is 161 beats per minute and is in the key of G. Other key tracks in G are much like Nick moving his bag to entice women to sit next to him on a bus. It's Creep by Radiohead. But alas, she walked past him like a summer breeze by Seals and Crofts, probably fearing that if she sat down, she'd soon be knocking on heaven's door by Bob Dylan. But don't worry, mate, it's not all bad. I know I can't smile without you by Barry Manilow. The song, uh, yeah, I ended on a nice note there. You, you had the unfortunateness of it being a double bill on your roast week. Um, the, song, the song has been, <laughs> the song has been, has never been played live. And unlike Matador, where we said 
we'd kind of, you know, they used to walk out to gigs with it. I don't know about whether they'd walked out to gigs to this one or anything like that. I don't think they did, or whether they slipped it into any kind of song transition or anything. Um, I can't think of. I can't think. It doesn't ring any bells in my mind. So, um, but Def Ramps is an alias that the band use. They usually go under this name in collaboration with Miles Kane and fellow Sheffield artist Richard Holly, and have released five tracks, all B sides to Arctic Monkey singles. Okay, so you asked me before we went on air: Is does this song include Richard Holly? Now I can't say for sure that it does because i checked the the credits and everything and i couldn't see him but it doesn't include miles and richard holly was involved in the recording of this ep and the five tracks that are released as the death ramps all include miles kane and richard holly which are (sighs) plastic trump plastic trump isn't under the death ramps though is it it's just got what are the five miles well, what are the five songs then? So it would be, it would be Bad Woman, Death Ramps, You and I. What are the, uh, we're, we're all with Little Illusion Machine, yeah, yeah, we're with Little Illusion Machine. And then what would the fifth one be then? Because <laughs> unless I think I think they're including Plastic Trump in that. I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying I think that because yeah, Miles so Kane. So it'd be Death Ramps, Nettles, Bad Woman. Oh, Nettles! Nettles includes someone else, does it? Man, no, but but it's it's on the Death Ramp slash Nettles single. It was on a seven seven inch vinyl, and it was the Death Ramps and Nettles with the two tracks. So it's it's a, t- it's a tough mm. one, isn't it? Yeah, it's not not verified, but seems likely. Um, yeah. but yeah, um, that he if he was here for this whole EP recording, that he would have um, done been involved in all three tracks in some capacity, guitar. Yeah. Um. Domino, their label, stated, unfortunately, we're not allowed to tell you the true identity of the Def Ramps, but needless to say, they're a band with a certain romance. Wink, wink. Ooh, they're scamps. Um, in an interview with Another Magazine in 2013, Alex said that's the magazine's called Another Magazine, not like Another Magazine. They did really not bad another magazine. Names no. magazines bad, aren't they? <laughs> another magazine. They must have thought they would have been sat at a meeting going, what should we call it? And they go, oh, well, you know, this, this is just like, just another magazine in it, and everyone went, Oh, yeah, that's really cool. Oh, yeah, that's really lunch, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking excellent idea. That'll stick it to them. Um, <laughs> the elite pricks, uh, yeah. In just an interview, just another magazine 2015, Alex said, We used to ride our BMXs on these little hills in the woods where we grew up in Sheffield. As six year olds, they look like death ramps to us. I always thought that'd be a cool name for a band when we started using guest singers like Richard, even then at six, thinking of that. He was destined for this life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> of yeah. the jury. Correct. When we started using guest singers <laughs> like Richard Harley and Miles Kane on the B side of our seven inches, we called ourselves the Death Ramps. And my mate Reno Latonin Riley, who owns the Great Frog, knocked up some rings. We've all got one, so they've all got a, a Death Ramps ring. Um, I guess Alex a, lost his. Well, yeah, as I'm getting to. In an interview with Mr. Miles Kane for TLS, TLSP, um, somebody called Foxes asked them, I know you aren't wearing them right now, but do you still wear the Death Ramps rings? To which Alex replied, funny you should say that, yeah, but I fucking can't find mine. I lost it yesterday. Miles says, fuck, fuck is that what you lost at the bank? And Alex said, it's somewhere. We're leaving a trail. And Miles said, yeah, fucking lost my passport too. Foxes goes, did you? And Miles goes, yeah, chaos. 
and Alex goes, hate us. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> wild. What a wild insight into their lives. <laughs> I know it is that, isn't it? That I mean, that must have been around the same time as the famed interview where they're clearly coming off a coke binge and absolutely yeah, dying yeah. on their ass. So maybe yeah. the same interview for all I know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that is um, that is just a wild insight into that tour in life that the Shadow Puppets have. Which, what a life. Which I feel like is even way more rock and roll than the Arctic Monkeys one. Although for a bit of insight into the Arctic Monkeys touring life, there is a recent podcast um, called Twenty. It's called Band Splain. It's like Man Splain, but Band Splain. Oh, very witty. Um, and it's a girl from LA, and she does the interviews, but she knows Matt personally, and she gets Helders on, and he talks about their diet and stuff on, which is like they're not very healthy. They just eat shit the whole time, and they have like ten pints a night, and really bad, and. And um, yeah, he says they barely exercise, but they like, uh, and the company, the catering company that, that whenever it's a Sunday, the catering company at the gigs always do them a Sunday lunch wherever they are in the world on a Sunday. Just yeah. Um, so yeah, but there's, there's a very... proper uh, echoes of partridge that. <laughs> I like, I'll take it to Legoland and have a lovely lamb lunch. <laughs> but it's a very interesting to listen to it. Bands playing, and you'll see them at Hell. There's 24 questions there. Some things you want to know, some things you don't want to know, like the fact that he likes Love Island, which upset me a little bit. I'll be honest. He does strike me as a Love I'm, Island watcher. I know, but you just don't want to know, do you? I'm just I bet Jamie know. turns it off on the tour bus, doesn't he? I'm not, having, like, we'll have that I'm, not, I'm not having that shit on. He's got a me, myself, and Irene bumping. Well, no, Miles is on there as well. He's going, I could go on the violin. They'd, they'd be, I'll be up to me fucking nuts in guts. <laughs> <laughs> Miles is very much there. Chris Finch from The Office in my head now, I think. <laughs> 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 That's very much how I see Miles now, thanks to us, really. <laughs> No, the, by the way, the reason I I don't want to say is this libelous. Tell me if it is afterwards, or I'll cut it out. But the reason why I have this impression of Miles is because I know someone who, in fact, if I don't say, I know someone who told me that their girlfriend went. He lived in London. The girlfriend was working in a clothes shop, and Miles came in, still drunk from the night before, and hit on her. So this is why I have this image. He's going into I've shops in the still, morning, still drunk, story. hitting on women. Yeah. So I don't think we're that far off the mark from what we're saying. To no. be quite honest with you. No. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think that's. that's at that time in the morning, yeah, if I've been on it all too. night, I can't raise a smile, never mind an erection. Fucking fair play to Never mind walking into a clothes shop and hitting on a random woman. I mean, that is low. Um... I bet it was like, I bet it was one of them mod shops as well, wasn't it? It, it, was, it wasn't a it was a it was a cool London shop that she worked in. I know that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like pop or something, that type of place. Yeah, that type of place. I would imagine. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. So so he goes on to say, um, when asked by Belgian magazine Humo. Humo, what he would write in an advert it's for potential. Yep, Humo. That's why I said it twice. What he would write in an advert for potential collaborators in 2013. Alex replied, "They don't have to be English music." Getting a lot of Def Ramps questions, like way past the time frame of that being a question. Oh no, I guess it's because of. Oh no, it's because they did Little Illusion Machine. To be fair, on the interviews. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they they brought it on themselves then. Um, they don't have to be English musicians. We can go overseas, and we're looking for a woman. Really, that's what my house is as well. <laughs> really, I'd like to do a Def Ramps tune with a girl. We want to continue that B-side tradition. Didn't happen in the end, did it? We just don't know with whom. I haven't thought about it for a while, to be honest. We were very focused on the album. Hmm. I know with whom. Well, I was, I, I was, I was, um, do you? I was, well, go on, because I was just theorizing something in my head, but go on. Alison Mossart from The Kills, who, mm. of course, appeared on a B-side with Last Shadow Puppets, and she does backing vocals on AM somewhere, I believe. 
I was also wondering if that's how we kind of stumbled across Alexandra Savior was like if like sort of quest for female artists. But I actually think I think that Ford, James Ford, was brought on to produce her album. Yeah. He he brought Alex in, so yeah, that, that fair is dead. It was old 40 in the end. What Ford car do you think he'd be if he was one? <laughs> Ford Capri, you know I feel like. I know what Miles Kane's favourite Ford car would be. The Escort. Wait, right, that's it. Goodbye, yeah, 17-year-old <laughs> banged-up escort with some damage to the bodywork. You've just made up for all your shit Spanish puns there. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I reckon James Ford would be the Ford Capri, I think. It's a flashy one. Yeah, he'd be a one. good one, wouldn't he? He'd be a good one. Or maybe, maybe no, maybe a uh, Mustang. Maybe James Ford. No, nah, not a Mustang. Oh, yeah. He's not a Mustang guy, is he? He's a he's a Mustang. But yeah, no, that's that's that. I think. Um, should we do some reviews? No reviews again because enemies list excluded this giving this reason the sheffield gang's illustrious career is celebrated in this bumper list for the sake of clarity all unreleased tracks and demos including those from beneath the boardwalk are disqualified as is any material under their sometime death ramps alias alongside the wealth of covers they have released over the years now covers i agree with beneath the boardwalk i agree with although if you're doing a greatest songs list you could include the demos but i i accept that they didn't I think songs released by the Death Ramps, which is just Arctic Monkeys using a, a name as a guy. It's not like any difference. It's not a different band. They didn't. It's not like they charted. I, I don't think they released oh. and, uh, as an actual different. It was still the Teddy Picker EP, which is a song by Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> I think these should be included in like because that, if that means that they're not putting Little Losing Machine in the list of greatest Arctic Monkeys song, and you and I, no. then I don't know. Um, I'll be furious. This list that. is null and void without <laughs> I don't know the reasoning there, and we seem to get in trouble with listeners whenever we talk about our rules, oh, but I, but I think that's a worse rule than ours. I, I think, yeah, I can understand the reasoning with the demos. I would personally, maybe I wouldn't, maybe I would. Um, but the, yeah, the different tale is just out of monkeys. It's on the Teddy Pickery page. It's just, it was just the name of the thing, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I'd forgot that Little Illusion Machine and you and I were even released under the Def Ramps. I've just, <laughs> I just thought they were on yeah, the, yeah. Um, the B sides, yeah. the thingy. Well, um, when, when I have to find them, I have to search under Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, whereas if it was an actual side project thing, where it's like when Green Day did that indie album under a different I band was, name. I was, was just going to use that example of Green, have Green to Day from like four or five different bands. I can't remember what they were called. The one that so I quite the liked. Net, the Network, the cover-ups, and the Foxborough Hot Tubs. Foxborough Hot Tubs was the one I liked. Very good yeah. album. Very, very good, good album. That. Very good. Very good in the album. Um, uh, yeah, you'd have to search Foxborough Hot Dogs, Hot Tubs, as, I assume. As I, as I often do, yeah. Yeah, so I might listen to that. Actually. I forgot. Yeah, so um, you'd have to search that. You don't have to search the Deframps to get up. Mm. Oh, the only thing, you'd, only thing you'd get if you searched the Deframps was this song. So, there's, Enemy, you fucked up yet again in this list. Yeah, you fucked up again. So the music for this one, which is obviously all we have to talk about. Um, good, good. I love the bass opening again for this one. Again, very dirty. Absolutely knocking it out of the park. Dirty. Wish I lost for, for, for this dirty. <laughs> um, and that guitar as well. Oof, oof is what I'd say for that guitar. Grittier than a kitchen sink drama, like. I don't know. Saturday nights and Sunday mornings. Whatever people say, I'm. That's what I'm not. 
<laughs> Shelly Drew. This is the episode 23. <laughs> Hysteria. It's a quick muse. Steady drums from Helders again, eh? Like, not not for long, but the opening, steady drums and the bit you played. Um, I feel like you can tell when you listen to this that they were just, like, jamming and exploring new sounds again, like, leading into Humbug. And, and it's just something it's, that... It's been, they've said that they're not a jamming band. It's it's not the first time that suggestion's come up, really. Yeah, because I don't know how else. Well, I'm at a door on this. Unless they were just writing them as songs and they realised it wouldn't work with lyrics and decided to just have them as instrumentals. But they clearly do jam because because now they don't even release these kind of things as singles. They just slip them into live gigs like the Boston Jam and shit. So I yeah. think they became a jamming band. Maybe that came to them in the desert. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Where many... Um, Things did come to them in the desert, as we'll be discussing soon, and I can't bloody wait. Um, oh, so yeah. um, some classic Jamie Cook specials in there as well to, to see us out, and you know, well, another one, but. What's that very sound? Much, there's on, elements. There's elements of the pre whatever people say. I'm here. That that rawness of beneath the boardwalks there. But mm. you've still. But it's still. It's carried the through line all the way from the very start to basically signifying the end of this era. And yeah, and it, it, for it. Unlike Chunli, it feels a little bit more like produced this this song mm. as well in there. Um, I think. What's that noise? It's like the fucking start of the Doctor Who theme or something. That like, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, it's proper sci-fi weird thing in the random. Yeah. Maybe I bet that was forty. That was for Capri. Bit of, bit of a slow build, but Helders does some nice little drum fills in the middle of the, the just in the middle of the verses, which which we'll be doing a lot in one of my favourite songs on the next album. Just to quote Zane Lowe, that whole song was just a drum fill. More on that, I won't reveal which one it is, but Zane said that. More on that coming in the coming months. And Mike might, might try and clip that up and use that as a little thing we'll play whenever we talk about Helders' drum fills. It's just Zane going, that whole song was a drum fill. Um <laughs> Hey Dan, do you like listening to popular songs with questionable lyrics? You know I bloody do. And Nick, do you like drinking copious amounts of alcohol? Nah, do I ever. Actually a worry. Well, if you're the same as us, then come listen to weekly podcast Liquor and Lyrics where we take apart popular music's worst songwriting whilst drinking our favourite drinks, which kind of stay in theme with the song. From gin and tonic to grease lightning. Cosmopolitans with Chaz and Dave. Blue Lagoons with Busted. Sex on the Beach with Sex on Fire. Shirley Temples with Shaggy. And even a Shandy with Sharon. Drop it on Tuesday the 19th of September and every Tuesday after on your favourite podcast platform. But then the jumps do change up and he goes full hellers. 
Um, and I do love that change up, and he, he lets rip so good just that suddenly because the whole song just totally goes for it. <laughs> First gear, the Ford. He's in the Ford Capri. He goes, lads, I'm slipping it into first gear. <laughs> <laughs> Miles is in the back seat with a lady, obviously, as usual. Uh, Miles He's wasn't there, with her. isn't it? Richard Holly was there. He could have been with a lady. Nah, he'll have been in. He'll have been on the phone to his last wishing. She was that dirty, apparently. <laughs> Watching Miles with a girl and going, well, yeah. I wish I last of this dirty. That's <laughs> um, going, eh? And then Miles reaches for penicillin and goes, you don't want that dirty, mate. Couldn't pass us a flannel, could you? (laughs) (laughs) Could mean one of several things, that. (laughs) Move on, move on, quick. (laughs) There's an open-ended jet well. um, Don't like where this is going. (laughs) To be fair, he won't be be coming up for a while, will he? Well, (laughs) on the podcast, I mean. Um, (laughs) But yeah, he... um, yeah, I do love that change up when it all it all goes, and then the accompanying guitar as well is is cool. I felt a bit cheeky to me when it goes fast. This brings back some of the real cheekiness from the yeah, yeah. The early days. Yeah, I think the, the trolling again. Yeah, I can imagine Helder's doing a little little wink as he's playing the drums like the old days. No, oh, do you remember the old days? Um, <laughs> um, I do love it though when everything right. stops, like <laughs> except the the guitar for a second. And then, because everything stops, the guitar does it, and then it goes into like a back and forth between Jamie and Alex, which again we haven't seen since. No, no. If you were there, beware. Probably. It will. It will be. Yeah, it'll be if you're everywhere. Is it if we're everywhere, or is it? Oh yeah, the doing <laughs> It's, it's very them, but different, I think, this. Advanced, perhaps. Like, yeah, it feels like them, but more more advanced, I'd say, in the sound. Yeah, yeah. I think we're starting to really see the through lines to Humbug now, as well. It's only... and I know you mentioned before about how we're spotting things that maybe we wouldn't have spotted at the time, as it but because we've got more experience of the band to fall back on and it's very much yeah it's, it's very much a case of that for me like looking at it obviously at, at the time there was no way we would have heard that and gone right that's what the next album's going to sound like no whereas looking at it in the in the expanse of the whole discography and stuff you can it's nice picking out those, those little lines going through and i think yeah. that's about the fifth or sixth time we've like touched on that since since the start i think yeah, I love it when they go fl- uh, slow for a few seconds as if it's slowing down, but the slow is actually like building back up into a fast bit. So you think so? They, they do it in um, you and I with Richard Holly again, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's, it's yeah. Down. I love those bits. They do it a few times in that. Yeah, by Brick yeah. as well. We see it in there.
Yes, they did do it in that, yeah. I love that. It's kind of like because you expect it to go down and then it just goes back up like, like a roller coaster, Nick. Yes, life is like a roller coaster, apparently. <laughs> By my old pal, Ronan Keane. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you just got to ride it. But uh, which is what Miles' motto is as well, but the beginning of it is slightly different. Um, then we just get like full wig out, really, don't we? All of the elements yeah. coming together and, and just going for it yeah. for the rest of the song. Um, in, in time on a tradition. And then down to hell, there's an O'Malley's dirty bass for a very humbug style fade out, I'd say. It is so humbug. It's just it is very humbug. So is Bad Woman and so is Nettles. Like, we'll be saying that next week, I imagine, a lot. It's so humbug. It's a good um, well, bridge. Nettles is basically pretty visitors without the organ, and nothing anyone says is going to uh, change my mind on that. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's... I mean, we'll be saying it a lot, but I'm actually glad that in this era there's no... Um, like song in between, like with Leave for Lights come on and that, we're just going to go straight, apart from, obviously, we're going to do some bonus episodes, but musically we're going to go straight into the next era rather than having to listen to another couple of tracks in between. Yeah. As we have to again, I think. Um, well, we, uh, I was actually about that because where, where would we put, so, so, you know, we discovered that IU mine isn't, um, I thought it were, um, I thought the B sides were from AM and you thought they were from, so I can see, but it turns out they were from Are You Mine. When would we cover them? Would we cover because I don't want to cover Are You Mine until AM. So when would we'll we cover right the B sides? It's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. I'm not not ready to decide on that yet. So <laughs> while to be fair, got till next summer. Um, you got a year, but yeah, the uh, should we do our favorite? Uh, no, what do you think of the lyrics? <laughs> shit, some of his worst stuff. Some of his absolute dog shit stuff. Really I, can't it. I hope. Um, I hope Bob Dylan doesn't say this one because it'd be awkward, won't it? He's not, he doesn't do a lot of instrumentals, Bob Dylan. Oh, be awkward in the Dylan household. Let's do a favourite musical moment. I'm sure we'd have plenty of that. Can't move past the bass and drums again. Mm, I can't smile. I probably um, probably the drums change up a bit, a bit when the drums go fast, and then it's all like down, 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 down. Yeah, um, a, a little hot take, little question for you. She flicks a red hot revelation off the tip of her toe. Well, if we include in Matador, then we've had all the instrumentals. I wouldn't include Matador. I guess I would actually. Um, we have all instrumentals. What what order would you place the three in? I think I'd go oh, number one, Chun Li. Matador, Chun Li. Gonna... This. Oh really? I do like Matador, but Chun Li's just got a nostalgia effect for me. It's just something like I remember being yeah. high in my Fiat Punto, like 
cracking it on, thinking it was the best thing ever. I'll, I'll be so, honest, mate. I don't feel overly comfortable with having Matador as an instrumental. I thought you would, because when we listened to it, you said it was, and I said it wasn't. So I've just it's gone mostly, with you. But, no, it's mostly, <laughs> but there's lyrics in it, isn't there, which defies the point of any instrumental. This is what I was saying, and you were... Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Sorry, did you not uh, see the state of us that night when we recorded the um, I heard it. I heard the state of us two weeks later. When we <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So out of the two, then I'd I'd go Chun Li. This personally. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Okay. Well, there you go. One much to say on that, but you know. What what more needs saying? What more what needs saying? Just be indeed. like beating the dead cat or whatever the saying is. If we're flogging a dead horse, what? beating a dead cat. Flogging a dead horse. Beating a dead cat. That's an insight into the psyche. <laughs> yeah, this has been episode 23 the death Lab. just one more song to go next week don't forget if you've enjoyed it go into the description like rate review subscribe check out our, sub- our paid subscriber content there's some good stuff there but we're back well not one last ride because we've got some wrap up episodes and some guest stuff to do but we've got one more song left to come next week Dan what is it well, before I say that I just want to say I don't think I'm as emotional about leaving this era behind as I was about when we reached the end of what people say. I'm just an observation. I was really tragically upset when we did certain romance and then and then did mm. get to the end of the B-sides, but I'm not feeling the same way, which perhaps yeah. says something, yeah. So we'll see yeah. where we are at the end of season three with that. But, well, Nick, wash the affected area with soap and water as soon as possible. Avoid scratching or rubbing the itchy area and the discomfort should improve within a couple of hours. Seek medical assistance if it continues. No, that's not a message to Miles Kane from his doctor. It's some advice to follow if you get tangled in this next tune. Yes, it's time to sink into the band's calculation and snort on the stench of a dirty ditty filled to the brim with snarky scowls in many a pocket as I'm being dragged out of Series 2 with my fingers clinging to the doorframe. Let's grab a dock leaf and jump into our last song of the series, The Nettles. The Nettles, indeed. What a, what a place to finish. What a place, what to, a finish. place to finish. Oh, what a place to start, Humbug. Right? So you, yeah, you were going for the looking towards the next day where I was making horrible jokes about doing horrible stuff in bushes. This is the, the level we're I just had, an, I just had yeah, yeah. another dig at Miles, so my, uh, Miles, so my, my uh, hands aren't clean. <laughs> yeah, I won't be able to get any more of them in for a while. So I guess... Oh, we're still managed. We've still got the last Shadow Puppets episodes, oh. haven't we? We've got to be I nice get... to them on them, though, haven't we? Nah. Uh, no, not in. I think we do on the first album. On the second album, we don't. I think. I, I don't think I saw Miles as dirty until the second album there of Shadow Puppets. Really. Yes, correct. Right. <laughs> as you were, mate. As you were. And I'm sure there'll be some My, Miles Day references in Humbug. I'm sure we'll shoehorn them in. Um, yes. Goodbye, everyone, and we'll see you for the last one. But then a whole bunch of bonus episodes. I know I've got a lot of people excited. Okay. Oh yeah, I've had a couple of messages from people saying on on the socials saying can't wait for the. Um, for the oh. bonus bonus stretch that you're doing. People love bonus episodes. Like the AM at 10 got a load of... People, you could say people love the bonus episodes more than they love some of the B-side episodes. But, maybe, but you, you could say that because it would be true. Be <laughs> maybe they should all be bonuses. We just label them all as bonuses to four people. I don't think that's stupid, If, you, if you're consuming our content right, then every episode's a bonus, I'd say. Hearing us in your ears every week is definitely a bonus. You've over the pudding now. It's, it sounds story almost of, believable. Story of my life. It's the story Bye, of my life. Don't take me home. <laughs> Bye. So, I, I don't know what I'm more annoyed by. Bye. <laughs>
Don't Believe the Hype is hosted and produced weekly by Nick Lee and Dan Holt. Music used in the titles is royalty-free music courtesy of Les FM. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast player of choice to be notified every Wednesday when a new episode is released. And if you want to help us out further, be sure to like and review to help make us more visible to like-minded souls. We'll see you next week with more of the same.